This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Hey gal, I am super pumped for you to hear today's episode. I am telling you, it is so inspiring. I'm bringing on my friends, Cassie and Shay. And let me tell you, these girls are crushing it. And I think it's going to inspire and challenge and equip you in so many ways. If you are not working remotely or you are not running an online business or you don't work for yourself at all, honestly, I think you should still listen. And here's why. Because I think it'll open your eyes to possibilities and things that really are possible now in our world and maybe give you some inspiration or boosts that you need to maybe try a little something or, you know, dip your toe in the water in your free time and just be really aware of what's actually possible for you as a woman in today's world. And if you are running your own business, if you are working online in any capacity or trying or dreaming of it, I really believe you should listen to this episode. It's got so many great, um, valuable nuggets, a lot of encouragement, some really awesome tangible tips to hold on to. And I think it'll just, again, give you that same boost and that same encouragement that you really might need because I know that working remotely and working from anywhere can be amazing, but I know it can also be a little bit isolating and a little bit lonely. So all that to say, if you are not a girl boss or even trying to be, I still think you should listen. I think it's gonna challenge and hopefully inspire you. And if you are, I want you to realize this episode is so for you because you're going to feel so much less alone and hopefully maybe get a little uh, re-inspired, <laughs> feel a little bit more uh, kind of refilled because I know it can be a drag and it can be a lot of work. So all that to say, that's the first thing. Second thing is I'm going to tell you a little bit about Cassie and Shay before we dive into this episode, just so you know who these gals are and who you're hearing from. So Cassie and Shay are the founders of the Bucket List Bombshells. They are thought leaders for the next generation of location-independent millennial women and leaders of a thriving community of over 80,000 aspiring and seasoned location-independent women around the world. Their passion for paving the future of remote work for millennial women and running a million-dollar online business while traveling the world has landed them features on Forbes and CNBC International. Creators of the Bucketless Bombshells Academy, their popular online courses teach sought-after online skills in design, tech, as well as other business skills to millennial women, with a portion of the profits empowering women at the Coppola Valley School in Nepal, as they believe in using education to break down social and economic barriers. And I'm over here like, amen, sisters. I love what these girls are doing. I'm stoked for you to hear from them. I'm not going to make you wait any longer. Let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. All right, Cassie and Shay, welcome to the podcast, my friends. 
Thank you. Thanks so much for having Thank us, Erin. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a party here. There's three of us. I've actually never done this. So this is fun new territory to have multiple people on this call. And we're just going to go for it. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so before we even dive in, I just have to say you guys have figured something out. You are best friends, right? You have lived in Bali for 2.5 years, which is crazy. I also don't know why I said 2.5 instead of two and a half, but that's fine. Like, I was kind of like, oh, okay. It's really okay. Like, it's fine. <laughs> 2.5, two and a half. Um, and you've also now created a multi-million dollar business, which is like, okay, is that not the dream? I don't know. Tell me about your business and how you did all of this, because this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it started all back in like 2012, 2013, when Shay and I graduated from college. So we didn't know each other at the time. Um, I was going to school in Texas and Shay's from Canada. So she was going to university there and we pretty much graduated university and then fell into what, you know, most people know is the real world. Um, Shay started working in retail and then she had a job at a tech company. Um, working a nine to five. And then I was working in the marketing department at a bridal company. And I was just constantly struggling to like get my ideas approved or heard. Um, I was constantly just doing busy work in the afternoons and like staring at the clock. And I had these, you know, 30 minute lunches in the lunchroom. I just kept thinking like when I was sitting there working in my cubicle, like, is this really why I had worked so hard in university? Mm. Um, you know, I was one, or Shannon and I are both the same. We are those, you know, super annoyingly hard workers in college where we mm -hmm. juggle work and internships and school. And, like, we were really passionate about, just, like, learning in school. Um, and we all had worked really hard. So we were like, what the heck? Like, this isn't what we worked so hard for. And so um, Shay's story is really cool, too, in this side. She literally just, like, woke up one day and was like, this isn't the life that I want to be living, hmm. sold all of her stuff, packed her bag, um, <laughs> and ended up booking a one-way ticket to Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Um, and I, meanwhile, on the other side in Texas, ended up doing the same thing. And it's funny because a lot of times you don't even really have, you know, a full game plan or roadmap. You just start making moves. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't even say that we really had, like, any sort of game plan, especially we didn't know each other at, a t at the time. And we met at a coffee shop in Mexico. Um, Shay was sitting there, a little blonde girl on her laptop. <laughs> and we just instantly obviously became friends and hit it off. And um, we had such similar stories. And so we were both trying to figure out like how we could bring in an income online so mm. we didn't have to go back to the corporate world. And so that really started, we started freelancing online and just started offering services like blog writing and social media management, email mm -hmm. marketing, graphic design, like anything we could possibly do to make money online. Um, and we self-taught ourselves, honestly, I think like 90% of what we know. It was just about figuring out like, okay, we want to learn how to build a WordPress website, you know, watching YouTube videos and going mm -hmm. through different courses and figuring out what the heck email marketing is um, <laughs> which is a real monster it's like what is this <laughs> when you first learn it it's crazy exactly and so we just started trying to like do that like learn skills um and then on the other hand how do you actually build a business online mm -hmm. that was completely new to us 
Um, so it's like, okay, how do we start finding clients online and how do we send invoices and have meetings online and all these different things. So we learned a ton of that the hard way. Mm -hmm. Um, it was so, so much work in the beginning, but at the time we were like, we hit the jackpot. We had never been happier. And so, mm. um, this was also around the time that we started figuring out that we could really make a career out of running our own businesses and not just make a little bit of money on the side. So I officially launched my online branding and graphic design studio and Shay started her virtual assistant company. Um, what was it a virtual two- assistant you said? Yeah, virtual assistant company. So she was basically running like the entire behind the scenes of an online business. The people who have courses, do course launches, stuff like that. Um, And yeah, within two months, we were making more than our previous jobs. And it was just this like mind blowing thing to us that we could be spending our days like working from our laptops at a coffee shop in Mexico and then (laughs) go for lunch breaks like at our pool and you know take breaks to hang out by the beach um and this was like this dream world that no one had told us Hmm. existed and um we were sitting at our table in Mexico um one day at our kitchen table and I looked at Shay and I was like wouldn't it be so cool if we could travel the world like while also continuing to run our businesses and work from our laptops and we just like looked at each other you know when you have your best Mm -hmm. friend there and you look at each other and you're like light bulb moment yeah and so yeah that's kind of how it all started and um our next destination was Guatemala and then we lived in Rome and Italy for a while and Thailand um, and that was really where the inspiration for Bucketless Bombshells, which is our current business, um, was born because we were constantly just meeting other women who were like, how are you doing this? Like, how mm-hmm. did you start a business? How are you working remotely? Um, you know, what goes into that? And we are so passionate about teaching and mentoring. And we also really craved a community of other location-independent women because at the time, nothing really existed. Mm. And so we launched Bucketless Bombshells back in 2015 um, from our little kitchen in Rome when we were eating Wait, first of all, hold on. First of all, I launched my business from a kitchen in Rome. Okay. (laughs) I can't even like... Okay, I love that you shared that. And I'm not... I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to park there for a hot second because what I love and what I actually would love for you to talk about briefly is... You just told me that Shay started a virtual assistant business online. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that at this time, several years ago, y'all didn't have like a big Instagram following. You weren't like fashion bloggers with or influencers mm-hmm. per se. Like y'all were just kids and starting out and trying stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. have a website at the time. Amazing. Um, which I don't, I recommend having a website first. <laughs> at the time I didn't have a website and I was running other people's online businesses essentially as like an operation business manager in the back end for these women who were, you know, 30 years, my senior, and they totally became like my best friends and completely trusted me. And I loved working with them, but yeah, it was completely new. Trying to explain that to my friends and family back home <laughs> was like, so difficult. yeah, well, okay. Hold on. I want to ask, how did you get those clients? Because I know there are so many people yeah. listening that want to start maybe an online side hustle, or they dream of having the flexibility or just helping provide a little bit for their family and may not even be aware that just 
just simply like you don't have to be an influencer to work online. You don't have to be super fancy. Like you didn't even have a website. And so how did you even find these clients? What was the like process there just a little bit to hopefully encourage anyone who's maybe dreaming of doing something like that or trying that or, you know, stepping out and seeing if that's a possibility for them? Yeah. So um, one of the things Cass mentioned that we started freelancing first before we actually um, felt like we launched in our online businesses. And that was more on those freelancing platforms. Um, they have a couple different names nowadays. Of, I think Upwork and um, People Per Hour are probably the most common ones. Hmm. And so you can start there to sort of get some some experience under your belt. Um, but one of the strategies that really worked and accelerated our businesses uh, was when we were utilizing, essentially, um, I hate using the term like cold email. So I like to call it like an initial contact email, mm. but essentially using Facebook and Facebook groups and Facebook communities to find an, someone that you want to work with. So going into say like a girl boss community or a like female entrepreneur community and becoming an active participant in there, um, showcasing your experience by being engaging authentically on the post, mm -hmm. but then also taking a look at those uh, members profiles and then their websites and finding areas where you can help them accelerate their business, where you can help, where you can come in and provide that service that you're offering for them and simply reaching out and letting them know um, why you like their business, who you are, what you do, why you do it. Mm -hmm. And then um, offering, you know, to jump on even just like a complimentary 30 minute call. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what, um, accelerated our businesses um, for us back in the beginning. I love that you did that. And first of all, I think there's a really big takeaway there that I don't want to brush over. It was that you put yourself out there, right? Like, okay, mm -hmm. you, yeah, you exactly. can reach out. Like, I think sometimes we can wait for something to come to us. And then we're like, hmm, why am I not going to get any clients? You know? Um, so I love that you put yourself out there, that you marketed that. You sometimes have to like go forward and showcase what you can actually do. And, you know, I've also been advised at times, like it's best to try to do something for free to get the experience and then turn around and have, you know, a really intention intentional process with what you do going forward to market it. But getting a little bit of that experience first can be really smart. And I love what you shared about getting involved in those types of communities where you're finding like, who are my ideal client base, right? There mm -hmm. are Facebook groups galore, right? Like I just joined mm -hmm. something called um, Women Entrepreneurs Supporting Other Women Entrepreneurs. I don't think that's actually what it's called, but that's oh, kind I of like, that. it's this big Facebook group. And there are people in there saying like, does anyone know a virtual assistant? Does anyone know a project manager? Or even women exactly. who are like, hey guys, I'm thinking about starting a business out of my home. Can you give me some of your best tools or resources or website builders to, to do that? And and so women at all stages are in there and it's like those groups exist everywhere. Even if you're not trying to be a virtual assistant, if you're trying to serve, I don't know, like moms or vets, like there are so many different groups yeah. where you can find those things and using those platforms like Upwork to freelance first can be so effective. Yeah. I love that you said that. It really is all about just like being proactive. And I think that's the most difficult part though for a lot of women when they're starting new businesses because you don't feel a hundred percent confident. Mm -hmm. And so you, people think that, you know, if I send out two messages and I don't hear back, then I must not be cut out to have my own business. And that's not the case at all like in the beginning that's really where it's going to require you to step out be proactive reach out to people like you said in different facebook groups there is this is like the most perfect 
time mm. with Wi-Fi and a laptop. Yeah. You can honestly conquer the world. It's the coolest thing. And so just like take that. And then I think once we had landed, um, you know, kind of like a full deck of clients from there, getting referrals and getting into those other networks just becomes mm. so much easier. You don't have to be in the Facebook conference. But Facebook groups um, constantly or emailing mm-hmm. people constantly. There's other strategies mm-hmm. that you can use. Um, but really in the beginning, what I think really propelled Shay and I's um, success and being able to start our business was, like you said, just being so proactive mm-hmm. and being like, I, like no, I'm not going to take no for an answer. Like, I'm going to find someone to make this work mm-hmm. um, because we had sort of started feeling like, we understood what this lifestyle could be and we didn't want to let that go. And Mm -hmm. so I do think there's something to be said too about having that fire under your butt to really make something happen. I love that. So, so good. Okay. Speaking of proactive and fire under your butt and all those things, (laughs) you know, I look at y'all's Instagram. It looks beautiful. It is full of amazing locations and smiles and all the things. But I'm also sure that in the midst of being proactive and trying all these things, there have probably been some bumps in the road and also a lot of hard work. I think that's one thing I want to emphasize. I mean, as someone who does most of my work online other than speaking, um, you know, it, can sometimes like it definitely is incredible to be able to kind of work from anywhere to work from home to have that flexibility but that also comes with a lot of challenges and there's some unforeseen challenges that are difficult to understand unless you do it so I'm kind of curious what does a day of work look like for you guys right now and what have been some maybe some of the bumps along the way yeah so good well I feel like Shannon I can all tag team this question um we obviously are not sitting on the beach and just like sipping margaritas all day yeah. Um, like you said, like some days are so amazing and, you know, we have that freedom and flexibility, but it is a lot of hard work. So most days we're sitting in front of our laptop, wherever that is. Sometimes it's, you know, at an Air- Airbnb, wherever we're at, or co-working space or coffee shop. Um, our work days now look so much differently than they did five years ago when it was just, you know, the two of us running our own businesses. Um, and since Buckles Bombshells has grown, we now have an incredible team that supports us. Um, our entire team is 100% remote, which is really cool. So we've implemented kind of routines and efficient systems to be able to run our team um, remotely. So um, we've actually never met the majority of them in person, which I think is so cool, but obviously we feel so connected to them because they help us run what we do here. So on Tuesdays, for example, we batch all of our meetings and if someone's not familiar with what batching is, it's basically just a business technique where you kind of do all of the same sort of activity in one chunk so that you can then prioritize something else, you know, the next day. So we reserve Tuesdays for all of our team meetings, uh, meetings with our individual team members, our CSO, our Facebook ads team to really make sure that everyone is in the loop with projects that we have going on each quarter, especially since we're not in an office. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shay and I like to reserve our Fridays for what we call design days. So that's really where we get to get out of our business, so out of the day-to-day and really work on the bigger vision that we have for our company, um, which is sometimes mapping out new products or creative content or launches, but things that are really driving our business forward. Um, we have so many different tools that we use, like Slack, which is a team messaging platform, and Asana, which we're obsessed with. That's like our project management system, so it's really where we keep um, all the projects that are going on in our business organized. 
Um, and like you said, some days or just seasons of our business have been super stressful. And then honestly, there's some times where we're going to do something like this, like a podcast episode or recording videos or posting meetups. And it honestly doesn't even feel like work, but it definitely has taken us years to get to where we are now. And I think that there are so many different seasons in your business and work as an entrepreneur is going to look so different in your in day to day. So good. So true. I relate to that on so many levels. And I think that's so wise to say, you know, it's, first of all, let's paint a reality check. Like you have the ability to travel. You can go and work in a coffee shop in Mexico if you want to, but you also don't just like sit on a beach and you know, it's like, this doesn't <laughs> yeah. mean you don't do anything. There's still a lot of work and investment there. Um, I'm curious and maybe whoever wants to speak into this, but what would you say is the latest failure that you've encountered um, or that you've been able to take as a learning lesson? Basically, like from that experience of running that new, you know, running that new program, and like she had mentioned, we were so passionate about it. Um, I think it's also really important to make the next moves that are best for you and your business after a failure, um, and not what other people think are best, because I think the outside noise from other people's opinions and um, just all of that can be really loud sometimes. So I think it's best to go back, take some time, and really figure out what you what next move you want to make and um i think shay said it's so great like one of the best things in hindsight with failure of course is that it really forces you to look for the silver lining and i think there's so much that can be learned when you're really able to pull yourself up and keep moving forward um and like you said you might not get it right the first time and you might need to test and experiment and do different trial runs and refine and that is what a successful business is made of and i think a lot of people have this you know kind of misconception that if it doesn't right work well or right the first time then you know that's it and from our experience it has been completely opposite we have launched our online courses so many times we really struggled with our launches in the very beginning um, with our courses and it was something that we continued to improve and learn and refine and I think when you really stick with something and you start learning from those failures and figuring out what's not working that's really where you're going to be able to grow and thrive in your business moving forward. So true. So true. Okay. So I guess speaking into that, and it sounds like, you know, after you had a couple different failures and seeing what worked with your audience and with, you know, the gals in your community and the women that you serve, you also found, okay, the courses work well once we can really get the right process and the right system. Um, and I think that's really, really key is to be like listening to your audience and making adjustments as necessary. Even if it's like, I heard someone say like, if when you stop thinking that you're the one with all the good ideas and you actually start paying attention to what others are responding to, it helps you kind of let go and have a looser grip on the things you thought you wanted to do and really do yes. what people are asking for and then refine those things. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. And it's hard, like, you know, especially as a creative or a business owner, a visionary, like there's so many things that you might want to try and so many new ideas. And I do think that that's, you know, there's something to be said for trying new things and testing it. But sometimes just because you want to do something or create something doesn't mean that it's what your audience wants or needs. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's so true. Like there really is a balance there. And I think figuring out that perfect balance is where something you're passionate about, something your audience needs, that's really where the success comes from. So true. 
curious, how have you guys built relationships in your business to help it grow? I know we talked about that briefly, how you, you know, got involved in those communities and stuff, but I'm just curious, has that been a pretty pivotal part, even though you work somewhat, somewhat remotely? Yeah. So, um, this is such a great question. We really love this one. We love building relationships in communities, um, within, you know, the, the entrepreneurial world, um, which is why a little over a year ago, we decided to join a business mastermind. And in that mastermind, I think there was about 10 of us. Uh, female entrepreneurs, and we really built these amazing, incredible relationships with some of these awe-inspiring women um, that have now been such a support system and resource for our business. So even though the mastermind is over, we're still actually super connected as a little um, as a little collective now hmm. that lends so much to helping us um, with our business. We really believe it's just so important to surround yourself with strong women that encourage you and lift you up in business because it's not always easy. You know, we were talking about failures just now and Cass and I are lucky we have each other. We're a partnership, but a lot of female or a lot of um, business owners are doing it on their own. And so having that support system and even for Cass and I as a unit, having that support system has been um, so amazing for those times when you just feel like, like frustrated or you are you just want some support or you even want to laugh you want some positive support too it's Mm -hmm. not always for the negatives it's like hey girl like let's have coffee and let's just chat biz Mm -hmm. so we've also made some really incredible friendships with people over the years that have led us to big press features and really some other invaluable connections for our business so it's all about just um being like super open and friendly and like it's not about competition it's really about collaboration and being like just open to meeting everybody in the industry and um not being like secretive um so that's really like our philosophy is being just super like welcoming and inviting and like wanting to meet as many people as possible who are doing cool things um and that kind of leads into like one of our key philosophies is to give and serve so it's not so much about like networking or or how you can get this or that from someone um we're all human and we just want to help the people that we like and instead um we want to think about asking like how can i help you versus like how is this person going to help me so Mm -hmm. again it's really about building that like community relationship Hmm. So, so true. I love that. That's one big lesson I've learned over the last year or two. I can be, I don't know if you guys are like this, but I can be kind of so determined and focused on my ideas or my projects or where I want to go that I can almost isolate myself unless I really make an intentional choice to step into that type of community. So um, I totally agree. And anyone who's doing really anything, like the other thing I want to emphasize too is even if you aren't quote like an entrepreneur or you know maybe you just do some freelance work on the side or regardless like getting involved with communities of people who sharpen you make you better and then also can speak into and understand what you do even if it's just online can be so helpful because it allows you to have some of that comic relief from someone who understands it gives you (laughs) someone to bounce ideas off of and to understand when you face a roadblock that maybe your friends in other industries don't face so I think that's so good speaking of relationships I mean, you two must have a pretty close relationship and, you know, in order to run a business together, I think there's definitely um, a dynamic there that is very special, but tell me how you figured out the flow on really working together as a team, making decisions. Um, you know, maybe you have, do you have different strengths and weaknesses? I know you guys have shared, you have different faith backgrounds. Um, how do you respectfully disagree with one another and make intentional decisions as a unit, even with your differences? Feel free to speak into any of that. 
Yeah, sure. gosh, like, <laughs> so much. I feel like that goes into this. But it's such a good question. We actually get this a lot. Um, one of the greatest things I think about our dynamic is that we do have very different strengths and weaknesses that complement each other. So I am much more on the creative side and Shay manages the operations, which has really made building our business um, just so much easier because we are this dream team that is managing both sides. Um, and it really allowed us to not have the need to hire outside help until we really needed to start building our team and wanting to move out from the day-to-day of our business. Um, and then pretty much like you said, like you have a lot of the same core values, um, which I think really stems from us having our individual space. We have, you know, our own spiritual beliefs. And even though we don't necessarily do them together or bring them into our business as a shared thing, um, we do them separately. And I think that allows us to then come to our business um, just as like the best version of ourselves. And that really goes into being super into self-development too. Um, I think that, you know, there are always, we talked about earlier, different seasons of life and in our business. And we've understood that we can support each other in those seasons. You know, I've had things last year, um, I had a friend pass away and that really was such a meaningful time for Shay to be able to be like, Hey, I have the business covered. Like go and take the time that you need. And, you know, vice versa, we support um, each other and we have such different personalities too. Um, (laughs) So I think it's really about understanding that as well. And this goes for business, like you said, or even just in friendships or life or relationships, Mm -hmm. like know, you know, what your partner, this partner's personality type is, you know, there's free personality tests, like 16 personalities and Myers-Briggs and Colby. And like the more that you can understand who you are and why you make decisions the way you do and why you think, um, in a certain way and that you understand that about the other person you can really really cover so much ground in your relationship or in your business by utilizing those strengths rather than having someone in an area that isn't you know their their primary um like zone of genius so to speak so I think that's really what has allowed us to kind of like get to this um, point in our business and in our relationship and obviously we travel as well full time so that has really brought a whole nother dynamic to our relationship like we have been forced to make decisions you know be in mm-hmm. situations where we miss flights or you know <laughs> one of us gets food poisoning or whatever things that are not <laughs> glamorous and you just you're there for the other person you support each other and I think it's about being a team and then coming up with solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very solutions-driven people. So we will sit down and be like, okay, okay, we have a lot going on. Or this is going on. Like, best case scenario, here's option A, here's option B, here's option C. Like, let's go make it happen. And um, I think that's one of the coolest parts about our dynamic in our relationship and knowing that we are such different people that complement each other so well. Hmm. I love that. That's so I think that's I love how you said that not only does that apply in business, but it also applies in friendships and other relationships like understanding you don't have to necessarily think and act and, you know, operate the exact same way to be intentional on how you accomplish goals and how you unify and how you support one another. I think we can sometimes get into our comfort zones. I love that you two have different faith backgrounds, too, because as much as that I'm sure can sometimes be different, it's also like 
you're learning how to work together with people who don't think like you. And I think sometimes when we are in our, you know, spaces and we're in like-minded community, learning to not only work together on a project, but also just in life and in friendship with people who are, were either raised differently, believe differently, think differently is such a skill and it can be super uncomfortable (laughs) at times, but I think it stretches (laughs) us and it challenges us. And I think that's really, really interesting that you guys have those, all those different dynamics. And on top of that are traveling together all over, which is insane. And I recently saw on Instagram, I think back in March that you moved from Bali to Austin, Texas, which is quite the different, um, two locations. <laughs> so I'm just curious, tell me how you made that decision and what your priorities are when you make your decisions. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, so since we travel full time, um, or we've been traveling full time for five years now since we lived in Mexico, we feel really called to different places and different seasons of our life. Um, I think it's one of the coolest parts of being able to work remotely and choose places that fit a particular season. So two and a half years ago, when we decided to base ourselves in Bali, it was actually me going first and just being like, hey, I'm going to see if you know, I, you know, we like Bali. I'm going to go and live there for a month or so. And um, I just fell in love with the community there, the island life. There's one of our favorite co-working spaces um, called Dojo Bali. Like it just became this amazing place. And Mm so um, during that time, we really started craving stability. You know, it can be a lot to travel with your like whole life Mm -hmm. in two suitcases and to constantly be moving and figuring out life in new places and new languages as amazing of an opportunity as that that can be it can take a toll on you too and so we really wanted um to base ourselves somewhere and Bali just seemed like the perfect place so we had our villa there for two and a half years and absolutely loved it and then towards the end of last year um, like I said earlier, we're just very like into self-development and we just kind of started chatting and being like, Hey, you know, what is like, what are we wanting for the next season? And we didn't fully know what that looked like. Um, like what it was going to be like to move our home base, um, to Austin, Texas, which is one of our favorite places as well in the States. And we're actually about to head to Bali again in about a month or two. Um, and going to be traveling for this summer. But one of our goals this year is to have a home base here in Austin because we love this city so much. Um, and I think that, you know, we kind of try to put ourselves in a box sometimes too and think like, okay, we've now, you know, moved to this particular place when in reality, like, that is our lifestyle. We have loved creating homes in different parts of the world. Um, but we have also realized how important it is for ourselves and our business to have stability in some way. And so, you know, we're still figuring out what that's going to look like for the rest of the year um, or just in the future. And that might change. But right now for us, that is being able to have a home base in in Austin and then from here being able to travel. Um, And I love Shay is like the organized, (laughs) the organized one of the two of us. And so we've pretty much kind of created this system of like things that, we really need in different places um, while we're working remotely or living. And one of those things is having a really strong entrepreneurial community. Um, Like we were talking about earlier, I think it's so great to have, 
you know, your online connections, online business besties, but you need those people like in your everyday life to do life with. And we've really found mm-hmm. that also from co-working spaces. That's mm-hmm. another thing that's really important. Um, just for us, like we are so productive at co-working spaces. I love working from there and having the energy and the vibe. I could not work from home every day. I would just like, so crazy. Um, so those are two things. And then the last thing is really like the lifestyle. Like what is the lifestyle like in the city? Is it, you know, is it an active city? Are there places for us to eat healthy and work out? Because those are things that are really important to us. Does it have different activities? Um, Shay just took like a two month long um, improv improv comedy class here in Austin, which That's is like awesome. something she's really been wanting to do. <laughs> so it's like it's really cool to be able to kind of sit back and think like it's not about spinning the globe and just mm-hmm. like seeing it where it lands and being like, great, let me just pick up and go there. Like when you're building a business and you're traveling, you want to be intentional about where you go and the places that you're going to. And I think a big part of that is your lifestyle. What are the things outside of business too that bring you joy, bring you happiness? What kind of community do you want to be connected to? Um, And that's something we've obviously also learned the hard way over the past couple of years as well. And so now it's a huge priority in the places that we choose to move to. Hmm, so smart. And I totally agree with you because I travel a lot for work, not even just like I, I don't go to tropical vacations all the time, not vacations, but locations. Um, but even still, like having to travel during different seasons, whether it's for book tour or for speaking or for meetings or all of the above or to visit family, like after a while of doing that for several months on end, you can sometimes feel like, OK, we need a home base because I need some systems in my life. I need some consistencies in my life. Like there's some really good things to that, too, as much as, you know, traveling can be really fun and awesome. So I love that. That's really, really helpful. I have one last question for you guys, and I want each of you to answer it, whichever order you want to do. But you guys are really rewriting the script of work, not just for yourselves, but honestly, for this generation and generations to come. What do you want to tell women the most in this season? Yeah, so what I would want to tell women most in this season is that regardless of where you're at in your journey, um, regardless of where that is, Today, I want you to know that it is possible to create a life and a business that gives you freedom and flexibility. So I feel like a lot of people don't think this is the something that they can do. They think they have to follow the status quo or if people in their community aren't doing this and they don't have any examples or they um, you don't believe that it's a thing, I want you to know that it is. You can create a business and a life that you love and something that gives you that freedom and flexibility. Maybe that's spending more time with your kids or working from home or traveling full time like we do. Um, And if you are craving this, but you're afraid of what the next steps look like, just know that you will never feel 100% ready. So you need to just do it now. And trust me, you're going to be happier because of it. Awesome. I love that. So good. Yeah. And I think just like what Shay said about never feeling 100% ready, I think that that's really the key is like taking action and putting one foot in front of the other and new doors of opportunities will open for you that you never even knew existed. And I think that's really the craziest thing, like in hindsight, seeing us come full circle, like had we never booked those one-way tickets to Mexico, our life now would be so different. And just our business and new doors have opened. And I think it's really important to not be afraid to take that next step, even if you don't 
see, you know, the full vision or the full roadmap. And you don't have to wait until you feel qualified enough or confident enough. Having courage is about stepping into something when you've never done it before and chasing after the things that you're passionate about. And I think what we've learned as well is like even in our imperfections and in the messiness of different seasons, when you put in the hard work and you are resilient about something that you're passionate about, something amazing is going to come out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm cheering for you. I think that's so true. And I, it's such an encouragement because I think we can get stuck in our own minds so much or think, oh, they're doing it, but I couldn't, you know, or I shouldn't even try, exactly. even if it's something we've wanted to try, whether or not it's online business or something else. But I think specifically in this space, it's so important for women to be aware that it is possible, regardless of what area of expertise you really have. And that's something I've really learned and tried to embrace more this year <laughs> a little bit because it can be yes. so easy to count yourself out like, oh, no, 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 it doesn't apply. Yeah, so, we all are. Um, Absolutely. Well, you guys, thank you so, so much for your time and for sharing just your story and your expertise. I know it's probably inspired so many women to start thinking like, what can I do? You know, maybe I should be (laughs) rethinking like, what are my priorities and my values? And is my work life actually supporting those things or taking away from it? And what changes should I make if I need to? So I absolutely love that. Where can everyone find y'all? Yeah, of course. You can find us on Instagram at bucketlistbombshells or on our website, which is bucketlistbombshells.com. And we also have a Facebook community that's filled with so many aspiring and seasoned girl bosses. And that is Bucketlist Bombshells Tribe. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for your time. And we are going to link just for all y'all listeners. We're going to link the links to their website and everything so you can check out the resources they have available. I know they have some great um, options if you want to dig in and learn more about this. So thank you, Cassie and Shay. We appreciate your time, your expertise, and your energy. You have been a blessing to the Sheik community. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content. And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.